Good morning. Welcome to Morning Prayers, and a special welcome to our guests here today from Adam's house. At this time, I would invite you to stand as you are able and join in the responsive reading of Psalm 146. Psalm 146 on page 73 in your Psalter. Praise ye the Lord. Praise the Lord, O my soul. Put not your trust in princes, nor in the Son of Man, in whom there is no help. Happy is he that hath the God of Jacob for his help whose hope is in the Lord his God. We shake heaven and earth, the sea and all that therein is, which keepeth truth forever. Which executeth judgment for the oppressed, which giveth food to the hungry. The Lord looseth the prisoners. The Lord openeth the eyes of the blind. The Lord preserveth the strangers. He relieveth the fatherless and the widow. But the way of the wicked he turneth upside down. The Lord shall be forever. Be my God forever. Unto all generations. Praise ye, Lord. Amen.
This is a reading from Psalm 139. If I say, surely the darkness will hide me and the light become night around me, even the darkness will not be dark to you. The night will shine like the day for darkness is as light to you. For you created my inmost being. You knit me together in my mother's womb. I praise you because I am fearfully and wonderfully made. Your works are wonderful. I know that full well. Religion has occupied a huge space in my life and in my identity, but to call the relationship that I have with my religion fraught would be an understatement. When I say that I was raised Catholic, I mean super Catholic. I grew up in an Irish Catholic home with an abundance of siblings and intensely practicing parents. As a family, we attended Mass every Sunday and Holy Day with no exceptions and prayed grace together before every meal. My siblings and I all attended a Catholic elementary school and single-gender Catholic high schools where we studied theology every day, likely making me as knowledgeable about the Catholic tradition as the Pope. More so than any of this, though, my mother has always been the real embodiment of the faith to me. My relationship with the Catholic Church has been contentious for many reasons throughout the years, but the main point of conflict has been the other major pillar of my identity. I'm gay. But maybe you already picked up on that from the haircut. As you can probably imagine, my sexuality has been a major struggle in my faith life, and my religious upbringing has been a huge roadblock in discovering and accepting my sexuality. Unfortunately or not, I'm undeniably queer and terminally Catholic. In sharing with you a bit about my experience as a queer Catholic, I'd like to tell you about my relationship with my mom. As I grew up closeted, she unfortunately did not portray LGBTQ people in a very positive light. Teaching my siblings and me that gays and lesbians were bad people who made choices to defy God, my mom's traditionalist views became especially evident to me in my preteen years. At a time when my home of Massachusetts was breaking ground as the first of the 50 states to legally recognize same-sex marriage, my mom was very vocal in her opposition. To give you an example, on Christmas Eve when I was 12, my family sat together in mass and listened as the priest, a progressive transplant to my otherwise very conservative church, vocally welcomed any LGBTQ individuals in attendance, noting that the church hadn't always acted as a home to them. In response, my mom joined together with a group of other super Catholic moms who shared her outrage that such a message would be proclaimed on the eve of Christ's birth, and they had that priest removed from my parish. Growing up in such an environment, my teen years of discovering my sexual orientation were dark, lonely, and fearful, as you can probably imagine. I spent years of my life oscillating between denying this part of myself and dreading the day that I would inevitably have to share this with my mom. During my sophomore year here, I took some time away from school and moved to a hippie Catholic farm in rural West Virginia, where I did home repair work for people living in substandard housing. Living so far from home and doing work that was truly meaningful, I experienced a freedom like I never had before. Newly confident, I felt like it was finally time to come out. At first, I told only a few of my closest friends, and I was overwhelmed by their love and support. Encouraged by this, I decided it was time to come out to my mom. Having basically spent 20 years preparing for this conversation, I thought that I was ready for the worst. I called her on the phone, and after several minutes of awkwardly stumbling around, I finally said it, Mom, I'm gay. She must have been confused and even shocked, but my mom's response was worse than I could have imagined. More than anything, she was angry, which I had not anticipated. My mom is an incredibly calm person, and she almost never gets angry. She fired off a list of reasons why this couldn't possibly be true. She told me never to repeat this. She did not tell me that she loved me, and we hung up. 
What followed this awful conversation were six long months of silence. My mom and I only spoke once when she called one Sunday afternoon to tell me that she and my three brothers would not be coming to West Virginia to visit me like they had been planning to for months and to ask me if I had gone to mass that morning. I told her no, and again, that uncharacteristic anger swelled up in my mom. We hung up without saying I love you, and the silence resumed. When I moved back to Boston, my mom and I started talking to each other again, but we never broached the topic of my sexuality. We reached an unspoken understanding that we would just leave it alone. A few months ago, this silence was broken. After coming out as gay on Facebook, I got an email from the director of the Catholic farm in West Virginia, where I had spent more than a year living, saying that I was no longer welcome to volunteer there. Reading this, I started crying harder than I ever have in my life. The only person I wanted near me was my mom. Between sobs, I told her what had happened, and she pulled me into one of those hugs that only a mother can give. She told me that she was sorry, so sorry. I'm not perfect, she said, but I'm trying, and I love you. I love you more than you could ever imagine. Thank you. Please join me in the Lord's Prayer. Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done, on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread, and forgive us our trespasses, as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For thine is the kingdom, and the power, and the glory, forever and ever. Amen. At this time, I would invite you to stand as you are able, and join in singing, If Thou But Suffer God to Guide Thee. Hymn 307 in your hymnal, hymn 307.
And now, may the Lord bless you and keep you. May the Lord make his face to shine upon you and be gracious unto you. May the Lord look upon you with loving kindness and grant you peace. Amen. Amen. Amen.